0: He'd wanted to ride his horse, which, of course, in the midst of a nearly empty Hyde Park, would have been vastly more uncomplicated than picking flowers with a lost child. Nonetheless, he sank to a knee and proceeded to pick incorrectly. Not like that, she chided. The little girl swatted at his fingers, and the ghost of a smile pulled at his lips. Like this, she said, proceeding to demonstrate. You have to pick the stem. She lifted her head up and gave him a look. Something was required of him. What was it? Er, uh, for the flowers, she said with an eye roll, and by the faint exaggeration of that single word she'd found his flower-picking skill-set, wanting. Then she narrowed her eyes and gave him a frown. Don't you give your mamma flowers? The only thing his mother desired from him was a suitable match with Miss Sybil Cunning. I have given my mother flowers he settled for, years and years ago when he'd been a small boy. He grasped at what she'd said. And I take it these are for your mother, her absent mother, then given the cold ways of the Tun Mothers, they generally didn't accompany their offspring on outings to the park. Yes, to make her smile, she explained. Something tugged at that thoughtful spirit. Well, I expect they should do just that, he said solemnly. Perhaps you might bring them to her. He paused. Now. The nameless child blinked and glanced about. Her eyes widened, giving her the appearance of a frightened owl. Her lower lip trembled. It was then he had confirmation of something he'd suspected from down the riding trail. Where is my mama? Blast. Well, there was no avoiding it now. Forcing a smile, Miles straightened and held out her hand. I expect we should be off to find her. She hesitated, grabbed her book and then placed her spare hand in his. The other clung tightly to the buttercups she'd gathered. Do you have a name? The little girl giggled. Yes. Miles' lips twitched. How very literal a child was, incapable of artifice that drove the world she'd eventually grow into. Do you? she asked. He paused and dropped a deep bow. Miles Brookfield, the Marquis of Guildford. And what is your name, then? he asked. While guiding her down the path, he worked his gaze over the grounds. Another little giggle escaped the girl's lips. (laughs) My name is Faith, a cry sounded in the distance and startled the wrens from the branches of a nearby elm. The birds took off into sudden flight. Miles peered ahead to where a woman sprinted down the riding path, tripping and stumbling over herself. She skidded to a stop before them, landing hard on her knees. She dragged the girl into her arms and knocked his hand free of the child's. The book slipped from her fingers. Faith, she said between her panicky, raspy breaths. The fine quality of her grey satin skirts was not the type befitting a maid. The mother, the midnight tresses and like cornflower blue eyes, hinted at the familial connection. Where did you go? The lady entreated. I was picking flowers. The child's words came muffled against her mother's chest. The young woman drew back, searching a frantic gaze over the small figure. Do not wander away from me or Miss Cynthia, she demanded, ever. The stern rebuke underscoring that utterance set the girl's lip a-tremble. An interloper on the reunion, Miles shifted his weight back and forth, when the lady looked up. The panicked terror receded from her gaze as she blinked up at him. She blinked again, and once more. Hello, she said hurriedly, and scrambled to her feet. Miles sketched a bow. He opened his mouth to speak when the little girl piped in. Mama, this is Miles. He picked flowers for you. He blinked and followed the lady's gazes to the wilting bouquet in his hand. Gifts between a lord and lady were forbidden, even more so between a gentleman and a married woman. Color blossomed on the nameless lady's cheeks. It is impolite to refer to a gentleman by his given name, her mother murmured. Miles Brookfield, the Marquis of Guildford he supplied, and turned over the yellow buttercups. Surely improprieties could be forgiven for the benefit of a child's happiness. The lady hesitated, darting her wary gaze about. Did she worry about the possible scandal, should a passer-by observe her receiving an offering from a gentleman? Her daughter tugged her hand. "Mamma, you're being rude. He picked them for you. The young woman lifted her eyes once more to his. The soft blue irises momentarily froze him when he'd been a small boy in the Sussex countryside. So many summer days he'd lay on his back, staring up.